2: Hey man, got a light? It's
1: time for Smokes. It is definitely time for more Smokes. Welcome to the Smokes episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. This is Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I'm one of your hosts here at the table. This is good old boy Mike. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Barger. Hello. And good old boy Super Dave. Hello. Uh, this is a smoke segment where we talk about cigars as well as anything else that's smoked that's legal. And uh, so for now, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, this is uh, this definitely is a cigar show. Um, this is actually going to be a show and tell style show uh, where each host has picked a cigar to talk about. Uh, plus, we'll go over our ratings for each of these as well. We've swapped cigars um, through this show and tell some of some of them anyway. Um, so we'll be able to chime in and kind of give uh, some reactions to each other's picks. Um, So here are the scars that we're going to talk about today. I brought the La Mission 1955. Uh, Super Dave brought the Perdomo Habano Maduro. Did I say that right? Yes. Did I fake it well? Yes. No.
2: Fake it till you make it.
1: (laughs) Um, And Barker brought uh, Hit and Run uh, are the uh, uh, products that we're going to talk about today on this Smokes episode. I forgot to mention that We are the best thing on at 2 a.m. And I want to thank, uh, you know, most of the people that are up at this hour. So, you know, those really important people that stay up, you know, that late. We really enjoy that. Um, We also have a target of uh, making sure that we are uh, offending some group. We are banned in six countries, uh, 32 uh, municipalities. And uh, there's a little uh, guy in uh, Wyoming that just goes... what happened to my show about guns?
2: (laughs) Gotta love the hate mail. (laughs) You know, you always
1: have to have a target. So you'll hear every now and then that we've uh, been banned from another place. Banned once again. Well, um, we're going to be talking about the cigars today and Super Dave is going to get the honors of going over our smokes rating for today. So Dave, this is your first time reading these. It's a A challenge that we have where you know you really have to channel something while you're reading these smokes ratings really it's just make you sound more foolish I mean entertaining Mm. you know while you're doing Mm -hmm. these so (laughs) I've asked you uh, to think about some of the stunning customers that you've had working in a retail tobacco store to try and channel them as they're thinking about these smokes ratings for today
0: this sucked before it was lit where are the Swisher Sweets, really?
3: <laughs> smoke's one
0: rating. Do you really have to light it three times? Our How about some backwoods? <laughs> Our smoke's two rating. Very nice. Just go away so I can enjoy this. And... And that's our Smokes 3
1: rating. So that's the ratings we'll be using as we're going through uh, these cigars for today. So you may not know it, but the vast majority of cigars uh, actually come from Nicaragua. And we'd like to think that this show is somewhat entertaining yet educational Mm. uh, at times. I know it's a stretch, but... um, So we've decided to bring in some world-class experts on Nicaraguan sling to help us out today.
3: What's up, guys? My name is Jasser, and my name is Leon, and this video is going to be about Nicaraguan slang, the way we Nicaraguans
1: talk. Yeah, so I think it's important that you go native a bit, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of get behind some of these products. So um, we'll actually learn a, a bit Nicaraguan slang. What's
2: well. Nicaraguan for Ramrod? Uh,
1: you said El Ramrod.
2: <laughs> El Ramrod? Le Ramrod? La Ramrod. That would be French. Uh, no, oh, yeah, oh yeah, dude, yeah. my bad. They're right there. They're close. Close. <laughs> They're all, yeah. All he needs a boat. Right, yeah. They're all
1: not in the U.S., so you were close. Uh, <laughs> so we really have some great products to talk about today. Um, good old boy is going to come up first, and he's uh, going to talk to us about Hit and Run here from uh, Matt Booth. I can't wait to hear all about this.
2: So first off, I just want to say that, you know, Room 101 Cigars has always been a favorite of mine. Matt Booth is a incredible human being and if you ever get a chance to sit down with him and just have a conversation pick his brain or just let him make fun of you for half an hour it's totally worth it um so this was his newest blend cigar after leaving the davidoff family so you know he likes to do it right with a hit and run um and i i really think it was a good hit
1: so he did the uh command uh commencho line right
2: yeah, well, him and Kam- Davidoff owns Camacho, and then they, they all went together and, you know, with him and blended up the room on one lines. Yeah. But um, he kept
1: everything. That's the interesting part of the story is it wasn't a full blown sellout. He nope. just uh, he licensed or uh, contracted with Davidoff yep. to actually, you know, make these products and mm-hmm. actually distribute through them. And he
2: just picked up and left. Wow, man. Yeah. It's a it, lot of money on the table. It is, but, you know, he pulled it off. Um, So this is the hit and run. This is a collaboration between him and Caldwell Cigar Company Hmm. um, that also makes amazing cigars.
1: So we were speculating uh, that... This was an idea that was probably in Matt's head, like, at least for a while. And he was just looking for a way to come out and do something that he just couldn't pull off with Davidoff, is what we were thinking.
2: That would be my impression. I haven't really had the conversation with him about it. But if it was me, he was kind of tied to the Davidoff and Camacho blending blending with his cigars. And so now, you know, he's just now opened up to collaborate with all kinds of, of other cigar manufacturers, um, which is a really big open door. And there's a lot of good things that can come from that.
1: So I wonder if this was a, a moment of great relief or it was liberating or, you know, this is the moment where you go, finally, I can get back to creating, you know, products that I really want to do. And it's not just about making the same sticks over and over and over and over. You know? Right.
2: Right. Well, he had a bunch of lines that were really good. Um, you know, the OSOC, which is not you can't you're not gonna find them anymore. The one shot one kills that he had were just fantastic blend cigars. It was a great smoke. And, yeah, and he's done all kinds of different limited runs, like Johnny Tobacco Knot's been a really good one. Um, you know, kind of a staple in the beginning was the San Andreas that he did. Mm-hmm fantastic cigar san andreas tobacco
1: do you think he's going to come back around to doing kind of those you know one-off you know uh exercises once again uh do you think that's do you think that's a matt booth you know staple of doing something like that and he's going to come back to doing that again
2: well i think anything with a boutique brand is you're going to have your one-offs and you'll have your staple lines but i absolutely think that he'll keep doing his limited runs one-off cigars you know that are just in high demand. Hmm. So, what made you pick the hit and run for today? You know, I've been dying to try this cigar since I saw the, that he was doing cigars again. You know, once he left, I bought up what I could, some of the stock at some of our local shops here. And, and you know, when he when he released that he was doing this again, I was like, finally, I can try something new. Um, love smoking all of his cigars. Really, um, big shout out to. Smoker's Abbey, who actually donated these hit and runs for this show.
1: Ah, Thank you very much. We always uh, appreciate it when um, somebody uh, partners with us. So thank you very much.
2: Yeah, if you ever get a chance to get over there in East Nashville, very knowledgeable staff, very friendly, and they also serve beer. So that's a good plus. I mean, like that, definitely. Yeah. So the uh, uh, the wrapper on this is an Ecuadorian Habano. Um, really earthy off front. Real kind of mild pepper off the, the nose of the foot when you smell the foot of the cigar, uh, the is Indonesian and the filler is Dominican. Um, the factory where it was made was tobacco, William venture in the Dominican Republic. Um, if you have these in your store, they are a limited line. There's only a hundred thousand cigars, um, that I've been able to look up. Um, the size we did was a Corona Gordo, which is a six by 46 ring gauge, which is almost a perfect size for the cigar. They make them in a larger size ring gauge, but I'm telling you, these smaller ring gauge cigars just really keep the flavor and really keep consistent throughout. Um, you know, MSRP is not—it's not bad on the wallet either. Uh, depending on your local shop, you might be able to pick this up from anywhere from you know ten to twelve bucks, depending on where you go. Um, Pretty easy to find. Uh, so far, they are. Like I said, it's a limited run, so whatever shops have. You know they're not going to have for long, and once it's gone, it's gone. So I'm not sure if he's going to reproduce this or not. Hmm. So what do you think of the cigar? You know I really like the cigar. It was um, real earthy tones on the, on the on the light, and just it was consistent throughout. The burn stayed consistent. It didn't get hot under my fingers. I was actually able to keep the band on it until I was down to the final third, um, just just to keep the flavor flowing. And it was a very consistent flavor throughout it. Um, I would definitely advise someone to try this stick if they've never had it before. Well, I'm mm.
0: smoking it for the first time now, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's um, about halfway through at this point, and it's building up nicely. Not overbearing, not extremely bold or strong, but uh, a really nice taste.
2: Yeah, I just overall the flavor stays consistent throughout the whole cigar, and even when you you get down to the nub, you're just I don't want to put it down. I want it to be longer.
1: Mm. So good coming out party, you think for Matt Booth?
2: Oh, absolutely absolutely i think this is well done on you matt um this is this is a fantastic cigar and, and a relationship with caldwell is obviously very well too hmm. you know caldwell's pumping out some really good cigars that are limited runs um just fantastic cigars hmm.
1: so uh what did you think about uh you know how did, was it easy to light and you know what was that first third yeah on the line?
2: lining it was super easy i kind of um i, I like to, to toast the tip before i even start drawing so just Toasted the tip in and took my first draw and it really drawed well. You know, along the light, I didn't have to relight it. I could let it sit down for a minute or two and then no ramrod, no ramrodding, no L ramrod It's today. Always a plus. Um, but it was, yeah, it was super consistent and burned really well. The flavor stayed consistent and it's just a very well-constructed cigar.
1: Hmm. well constructed cigar. Well, it's cool. Uh, What's your first impression uh, of how it lit there, Dave?
0: It went really well. I mean, it uh, got a good taste. The, the, the dry draw before you light it tasted good, smelled good. Uh, all the way through, It just, uh, like I said, I'm about halfway through now. And the flavor's definitely changed a little bit, a little bit of evolution to it. But uh, overall, it's a really good cigar.
2: Hmm. It gets real complex towards the end. Well, cool. Well,
1: uh, I look forward to uh, talking more about this cigar. Um, and you love the band,
2: yeah. I do the artwork, man, Caldwell and and Matt Booth is really good with their art.
1: We'll be right back after this break.
3: Rolling clouds and crashing surf iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon. seashore mesmerizing night breeze hypnotizing we've come across these back roads none too soon look to the left to the right keep your eyes on the road my darling wondering if we're only passing through
1: Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. This is good old boy Mike. This is a smokes episode today and a show and tell edition. We're going through three cigars uh, each of us brought. Uh, We're going over La Mission 1955 with Perdomo Habana Maduro. And the hit and run, which is what uh, Barger's talking about right now. So, we were talking a little bit about uh, the band before we hit out the break there. You just you really love the look of it, right?
2: I do. He is, most of his, most of Matt Booth's cigar labels are run around the traditional Japanese style of art. I've, I've always been a fan of that style of art. It's very compelling. It, it, when you look at it, you just see depth in the artwork itself. Um, and, you know, the Caldwell cigars, they run the, the kind of matte finish over their bands, and it's not glossy. It's not real flashy. However, it is very aesthetically pleasing. So on the cigar, the band complements the cigar.
1: Mm. So what do you guys think of the middle?
2: I think the middle's great. I'm getting a lot of a lot of peppery, a lot of earth tones. It's not hot to the touch, so you can it you know the smoke doesn't really affect doesn't hurt you, not necessarily hurt, but doesn't it doesn't give you that bad flavor on the tongue
1: hmm. right uh super Dave, it's just about hitting the middle for you there, isn't it
0: yeah, yeah, I'm hitting the sweet spot now it's uh it's really picking up and it's a great, it's a great cigar hmm.
1: and no ramrod required so uh the thing is is if you can't remember a word they, they that's you know there's that's a right. word for that in Nicaraguan, and here it is.
3: Give me some of that chochada. Chochada. You use this word when you forget how something is called. Yes, sir. Yeah? Can you pass me the... Give me the... the, Okay. Give me that (laughs) chochada.
1: So, the next time you can't remember the word. Chochada. Torchada, yeah. Tr- right. Tr- tr- right. Right. you're right. You can't remember how to say Ramrod <laughs> in Nicaragua. We need at least know how to say you forgot the word, so Torchada, right. yeah. So there you go. Um, so uh, how'd you guys, uh, how do you think it's uh, finished up for you? Um, it's, it's nice to have something that has a, you know, good, a good sweet note, you know, right through the middle, but. Um, it's got a good ash. It's burning well all the way through too. Good construction?
2: Yeah, yeah very, definitely. very good construction. Hmm.
1: But no uh, four-inch ash, right? I didn't see any of those happening. No, no four-inch no.
2: ash. I, I I don't like the long ashes on cigars.
1: I, uh, you know, uh, I always watch. You know, people. You know, post about that, and uh, I don't get it either. You know, um, I. I end
2: up wearing it. Uh, it,
1: Yeah, well,
0: that's one thing, is, you know, it's really messy. Um, Well, in the right setting. I mean, if you're having an Ash competition, something along those lines. Really? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nub Cigar did that a while back. They had the Nub Stand where you'd stand the cigar. How do you train for that? uh, (laughs) Just got to pay attention, or you'll lose it. (laughs) Patience. and one and two and
1: one and two and flex your fingers yeah. and here we go and, yeah. you know it's like you, you have like isolation booms for your for your cigar okay yeah. and and toke and draw and draw and draw and yeah. and back off step away nobody you know, moves like, <laughs> all the fans off in
2: the room yeah nobody move nobody nobody breathes <laughs> yeah. yeah you know
0: Id really a competition that's funny absolutely that's Actually, the first I think time have won one once didn't he? really well, we headed at uh, the humidor in Murfreesboro. We used to do that. Wow.
1: Yeah, Brian, somebody, huh? So we can have a competition over the ash of a cigar. Yeah, that is American yeah. all the way, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that that's right, just, you America. Know, <laughs> just <laughs> that is uh, definitely the way to go. Well, wow. I
2: just uh, I've always been a fan of. I bought a cigar to enjoy the taste and the flavor, not to wear it.
1: <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so, how does it? Uh, I'm sorry, I think I was asking you
0: guys how it's finishing up for you. Real well, yeah, yeah. I'd definitely have this again.
1: Um, all the way to the band, or you uh, smoke it beyond the band?
0: I
2: I keep going. I'll go till I can't hold it anymore, and then sometimes I'll even stick a toothpick in it and keep smoking it.
0: Did it turn it off before you got to the band there? No, no. no. I, I usually take the band off about halfway down anyway. I don't want to take a chance on smoking the band. Hmm. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about your smokes rating, Burger.
2: Yeah, I, you know I'm going to go with a three.
0: Well,
1: how about that? <clears throat> And Super Day, what do you think? I'll give it a three as well. Wow. <coughs> so, uh, Smoke's rating of three all the way around for the hit and run from uh, Matt Booth and Room 101. So, uh, great start. Excellent. Thank you so much for bringing that. So, Yeah,
2: you're welcome. Keep swifty.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, next up is a cigar that uh, I brought, but I didn't share with anybody like a moron. So, um, you're only going to get to hear me talk about this. But you guys All know right. a little bit of the line here. so
2: Yeah, we'll discuss it in small group later.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks. Uh, I need to go to group therapy. And show and tell is a sharing exercise, and apparently I didn't get the sharing memo. Yeah,
2: you, you got an F on that one. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: That'll probably get me banned from hosting the show again. Banned once again. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Mike? I don't know. <laughs> Mike who? <laughs> yeah. You
3: seek the holy grail.
1: Yeah, so sharing is caring, everybody. All right, uh, so the La 1955. Um, here is uh, some of the uh, breakdown of this cigar itself. So uh, the one I'm going to talk about is the... La Mission, uh, de, uh, La Terre. I think I said that right. I think it's Atelier. Nah. Uh, Atlier, Right. That's what I meant to say. Um, it's got my French and my Southern mix up there. That's right. so, They're close too, right? Right, and I'm a wine guy, so that's even worse. Uh, yeah, really host. that The worst kind of people. That's for sure. Uh, so this is actually made in Nicaragua. It's made at uh, my father's cigars. The rapper is Mexican San Andreas. See, I got that right. So you know, there
2: you go. High five.
1: Yeah, I I can almost get that right because I can say that in California correctly uh the binder is nicaraguan the filler is nicaraguan um this uh comes in a wide variety of shapes uh i believe the one i had was a lawnsdale uh so this is six and three quarter inches um these hang around that same price point around 10 bucks um a lot of press around you know the lamission uh for sure and you know kind of has this uh very interesting story so I, I never thought something could be better than the My Father, My Father um, in that series. Maybe the Le the um, uh, 1922. I really love that. Yeah, um,
2: that Le Bejou is a great cigar. And and
1: I've had a bunch of the My Father, My Fathers, and I just, you know, those are really great sticks. Absolutely. I, I really enjoy that. The so, Blue
2: Label, My Father, is just one of my favorite cigars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and frankly, you know, they're just really hitting a lot of high marks across the board from my father. I mean, I just don't remember them being on the radar like three and four years ago. It wasn't that they were making, you know, anything bad. I just think there were plenty of other people that were just sucking all the air out of the room, you know. Um, I just, you know. Fuente was just so dominating and you know a lot of humidors that you know a, a lot of retail stores just weren't carrying a lot of the the product line from you know, Fuente you know, my has such
2: a large and extensive catalog that it's kind of hard not to take up half a wall with that stuff yeah exactly. at
1: least or a third of you know a lot of retail you yeah. know uh, humidors themselves um, so you know I just uh, I thought there had been some others you know that are kind of in this size um, like the 1959. Um, in this same series. Um, and that blend just rocks. Um, and I've had that stick as well. Um, but this blend was originally introduced in three sizes, and each of them is named after a vintage year for uh, the uh, Chateau des hot hot Brion. Wow, man. Try again. I really am. You need to uh, double take that? No, I'm not. I'm just going to hose my way through it. <laughs> it is, yeah. So hot Brion is a, a really popular uh, um, wine. Uh, red wine and each of these are receiving a 100 point designation from wine astar uh Robert Parker I just I can't say anything
2: not I'm not a wine guy but 100 points like come on yeah it yeah somebody anyway, bought that rating yeah
1: listen to our show let me rate the the wine anyway so <laughs> the 1955 was actually added uh in the first half of 2016 so that's a little bit about some of the background of these sticks in this line. So there's uh, a couple of you know my uh, comments about this particular stick. You know, it's been a really, there's been a lot of hype, you know, um, around this, and I think that was the thing that really caught up with me really fast was is that the hype and the experience that I have with this cigar were just so out of whack. I mean, I just.
2: Well, a lot of it is to do with uh, I believe it's Pete Johnson, the Tewahiti guy. Isn't he the one that does these?
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah, yeah
2: I believe it's Pete Johnson from tatawahe He's kind of got a cult following. You know, he does the, you know the monsters every year. And yeah, has a whole bunch of I different kinds of cigars. Those that are, are great are just cigars. Fantastic cigars. Yeah. So
1: you just think that basically this was riding off of cachet of you know whoever was doing the blend and. And you know they—that's the reason why everybody was saying, "Oh, these have to be oh, good." Absolutely, blind it happens all the time, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know? Well, I wish that uh, that had been my experience. Look, the wrapper itself smelled really good, and I was actually went back to it two and three times. I took it out of the cellophane maybe two or two or three days before I actually smoked this, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to get to this!" You know, I kept on looking for an excuse to find two hours and sit down and just really enjoy this and think about what I was going to pair it with. And, you know, I just – I was really looking forward to this. It lit really well, and it was a super easy draw. Um, like, it was actually too easy. I mean, I remember sitting there going, wow, is there I, – am I actually tasting any tobacco in this at all, or am I just drawing air and fire, you mm. know? Um, Maybe you should have punched it. I, You know, I don't know what, but it was – that i had that thought you know um but i was like okay this is this has got to change at some point you know um so the one thing that caught me you know uh at lighting was the ash was really uh flaky um and i was smoking outside um but you know i use this term of just kind of getting to the first ash which is you know maybe a Inch or inch and a half, you know, into the cigar, and that's usually kind of a sweet moment, you know, when you're really going to see what the what the stick's going to give up. And I was just sitting there, all of a sudden, the whole thing just like flew away. Really? Right? Wow. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even get a chance. I'm like, wow, oh man, that is so not cool. I was sitting there going, <laughs> wait, hang on. And i I thought it was because I was outside, you know, and maybe as a gust of wind came along, and it was not windy or anything like that. I was just like. It was like that the whole way. I I bet you if I had more than a quarter inch of ash, the entire stick, I, I, it was just that flaky, you know, the whole time. So um, I, I really uh, just, that experience kind of going through the stick itself. So the middle itself, I just kept on waiting for this magical moment. I was like, okay, so I know it's going to hit its sweet spot. And then uh, about halfway through the cigar, it went out.
2: Really? I'm oh, like,
1: wow. I'm like wait a second, what is going on? Wow. I'm like, this is just so not cool. Grab, Grabbed my cutter, put a fresh cut on it, you know, knocked all the ash, relit the whole thing. I'm like, oh my god, I can't
2: believe I'm starting this all over again. You think again. you were just talking too much instead of smoking? No, I was not, <laughs> you know?
1: I was actually watching a football game at the same time, so you know, it was like, I was not distracted. Must have been a real nail-biter. No, it was not. It sucked. <laughs> so, just, it was like, it was really concentrating more on the cigar. I was like, holy crap. And I'm like, okay, so this this is this is going to turn around any moment now. I just had this moment of grand, you know, anticipation, and sure enough, it just couldn't have been like another ten minutes later, and it went out again. Wow. Wow. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I don't slobber that much. There's just no way. If I'd had your ramrod, mm-hmm. I would have, you know.
2: I don't know. There's a good puddle of drool down by you.
1: Uh, thanks. Well, you know, it is a gift uh, that I do slobber, but uh, salivation, man, uh, and it just i couldn't believe that i was going through that cycle and so it had these fleeting moments uh but uh, of enjoyment but unfortunately it was just like every third draw you know i was did i was like wow i really this is okay you know or good you know, I was like, man, one out of three, really? It was I
2: kind of like a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Uh, <laughs> what do you,
1: what do you think? That this sounds like a good story all by itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're saying if you're on the Titanic that it's only like good every 15 minutes? Yeah. Is that you know, what you're saying?
2: Just about then. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, <laughs> I never heard anybody draw a comparison between those two. That was good. I like that. <laughs> Bargo to the rescue to come up with a comparison between the cigar and I'm here all week yeah right um so you know I was just sitting here going through and all of a sudden it was like relighting and you know probably about the fourth time I relighted it, I'm like this is just not happening and so I was kind of getting down to the finish of this and I was like oh man I just I was I was like into anticipation of the whole nightmare just to end rather quickly, yeah. you know? I was like, okay, I'm taking out a few notes, and I'm like, one, two, really? God, I just can't believe this, you know? Wow. And, you know, I was, was kind of rolling it a bit. I'm like, well, maybe it's me. You know, maybe just, you know, it just doesn't have enough natural ventilation in between, or, you know, it's because it's a box, you know, cigar that, you know, it's just too tight or something like that. And it was just, I don't know, none of that was really. So it
0: went from drawing really well and too much to… Nothing. no it never got too much it
1: just it, it went from having a nice consistent draw to just dead wow. it was just like the fire went out i've i don't think that i i can't even think of another stick that that's happened to me wow i was just like i can name one. Oh my god <laughs> i know you can <laughs> out of another show but <laughs> it just i was just kind of flabbergasted about the whole thing um so uh finally you know when it I got down you know uh to the band i was just like i'm just set it down i'm like i'm done with this i i felt like i was doing all the work you know to get through it you know it's just there's a joke in there somewhere i know it's it's definitely from another show that we've done What maybe we should have a, another show You human cigars how to work at it and get through it you <laughs> just keep your ramrod
2: yeah, or lay ramrod yeah l ramrod correct that that was almost close <laughs> what, what so. was it that the, the well, uh, Yeah, what they
1: said. Right.
3: Give me some of that chochala. 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 Yeah, uh, right. You yeah. forget how something is called. Right, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can you pass me the. Uh, give me the the Give me that. Give me that chochala.
1: Yes, correct. So. Well, uh, this experience I had with the La Mission 1955 definitely did not go well. My smokes rating for this is going to be a one. <laughs> Wow. I never thought, walking into this, uh, that I would uh, wind up there, but uh, that's uh, where it was. Well, our last cigar for today is from Super Dave, and it is the Perdomo Habano Maduro. Super Dave, tell us all about
0: this cigar. Well, it's a uh, Nicaraguan Maduro. Uh, the wrapper was aged in uh, bourbon barrels for 14 months. So uh, the binder's Nicaraguan. The filler is a Nicaraguan con I'm gonna screw this up. Chochala? Yeah, chochada. <laughs> wait, it's, wait. It's from different yeah. regions.
3: Chochada. Chochada. <laughs> you use this word when you forget how something is called?
0: Right,
1: see. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning, got, and
1: we're, smoking, and we're right. learning and we're
0: smoking. We're learning and we're smoking. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there's three different kinds of uh, tobacco in the filler from different uh, regions of Nicaragua. Jalapa, uh, Esteli, and Condega Seco aged fourteen year or four years. Uh, this is a Robusto size that I uh, chose to smoke. This is a cigar that uh, Perdomo actually uh, discontinued the, uh, the Cuban Parejo line to pick up the uh, Habano. Uh, it's one that I've been smoking for several years now, really enjoy it a lot. It's uh, real robust, real uh, strong. It's got a lot of flavor, a lot of body. Uh, something I, like I say, it's, it's one that I've smoked a lot, and I realized that you didn't share my experience there, Mike. Well, we'll talk about our shared experience. Um,
1: (laughs) So, um, yeah, we were uh, chatting about uh, the fact that we know uh, Nick, uh, two and three both. And, you know, I've been fortunate that uh, I've been able to smoke with Nick Nick the third. Absolutely. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. And killer uh, killer family. Yeah. Really, uh, really great. um, I really enjoyed uh, the time. I've had some really great sticks, you know, uh, from Perdomo in general. Um, and I really had, you know, some, uh, this was not one that I'd had before. So I, I think a lot of the other ones that I'd had with Nick really, you know, kind of set those up.
0: Well, I've had boxes of these. I mean, I've smoked these for years and I I really enjoy it. Uh, As soon as you cut it, you get a a nutty, almost a hazelnut, uh, dry draw before you light it. And it's, uh, I don't know it evolves from there, but, uh, smokes really well. Uh, enjoy the full body, full flavor Maduro, um, you know, like I say, as it goes. Uh, How many boxes of this do you think you, you've had? What was that? How many boxes of this do you think you've had? Uh, four or five over the years at wow. least. Yeah. I mean, working at a tobacco shop, you know, you kind of pick something to go with. And this is always one I could do. Hmm. Well, we'll pick
1: up our conversation about the Prodomo Habana Maduro uh, with some of my comments along the way uh, after we get back from this break.
3: It's not just the destination, but baby, the whole elation. riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. To the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows, my hand is yours forever. Sweet love our eyes and on these back roads with a
1: Hey, welcome back to sip Suds, and Smokes. This is a Smokes episode today. This is a Show and Tell edition. We're covering three cigars that we're going through today: the La Mission 1955, the Perdomo Habano Maduro, and the Hit and Run. And we're talking about the Perdomo right now that Good Old Boy Super Dave brought. He was just talking about how this lit, and uh, so this was a cigar that I had as well. And so. Uh, I think that I need to go to the, I need to go to the mat and and go to my Nicaraguan brothers to to talk about, I need to say this properly in Nicaraguan. So this is how you say your butt is itchy in Nicaraguan. Mm.
3: (laughs) Next Nika slang is te pica el culo. It literally translates to your butt is itchy. You use that sentence when someone acts or say some crazy (laughs) nonsense. Hey man, I have a great idea. Let's play the Russian roulette with a loaded gun. Te pica el culo.
1: Yeah, let's, let's smoke this and it's uh, Topeka Gulo. That's what I'm thinking. The thing I uh, really, when I smelled the wrapper, was I just, the, the only thing that was hitting me was it smells like a dog's butt. And I don't know what a dog's butt actually smells like, but it probably smells like this. Are rapper. you sure? Yeah, I don't know. But it just, it was not like, you know, I, I have like this profile in my head of what a Maduro, you know, should smell like. And this, just didn't smell like, you know, a very typical, you know, Maduro for me right off the bat. Um, it did, uh, I, you know, it lit really well. It had a nice medium draw. I was like, okay, away we go, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I can hold my nose and, <laughs> and take a draw, apparently. Dive in. You know? yeah. I was just like, you know,
0: okay. I hate to hear that.
1: Um, You know, it, the aroma just, it, it almost just knocked me down. I just... Uh, and I was sitting outside, you know, when I was enjoying this. So I wasn't like in a confined space, you know, I was like, okay. Um, so, I, you know, I had a lot of high hopes, um, you know. Uh, so
0: how was the middle for you? I mean, the middle was fine. I, I thought the whole way through. The, by the middle, it starts to build up and gets uh, quite a bit stronger. Uh, it is, like I say, a full body, full profile cigar. So it's it's going to build and it's going to get more spicy notes and it's really going to, you know, get a lot more... Uh, uh, peppery. Yeah, peppery. Yeah, I would say that for sure. But the, the strength remember, is there. There's, you know, quite a bit of nicotine in this cigar. Yeah,
2: I remember smoking one some months back and uh, I don't remember having a dog's butt experience <laughs> or a, you know, a coup de gras experience either. But I, I just remember it being in the middle of the road, barrel aged cigar for a
0: pretty decent price well you say barrel aged you know they, they age the wrapper in barrels but i really don't pick up much of that at all To no, be honest with no. you, I, that's that's really a, a side note for me you know the cigar itself like i say as many as i've smoked of these things you know I, I really you know it's it's kind of a staple for me
1: yeah and i uh so i i think i was reading into the lineage that this is a perdomo stick you know and and um, then I was like, wow, you know, it's, it's been a little while since I had a really good Maduro. I'm really looking forward to this, you know? Right. And, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, that aroma thing just kept on going. I'm like, Hey, it'll go away. It's just, this is just, you know, that all burn off and I'll just enjoy this, you know, sweet, you know, uh, moment with with the maduro kicking in it just never happened mm, i mean wow. that dog butt thing just you know so there's a lot of soil um i thought or earthiness and and just this And there was uh, somebody that what was sitting beside me um and they just said what is that smell it's yeah. just not working you know and i'm like i don't know but i thought it was me so when somebody Blame else is out on the
2: dog but somebody's no <laughs> that's the dog don't worry there were about no it. no
1: dogs there were no squirrels or no cats or you know so I, I just i i you know maybe i thought it was what i was appearing because at the time i was having a will at 15 a family estate I'm like, well, maybe that is, just, f- for some reason, this is kind of like tainting the whole experience. There's no way I would say a Willet, you know, 15, you know, is, is going to, you know, taint this experience. That I mean, would be blasphemy. Would, it, it would yeah. enhance anything, you know, that I was, you know, mainly thinking about. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I just kind of, you know, kept going through this and, um, I, I just, I was like, maybe, I don't know. It, it's, I have high hopes somewhere around this is, is going to you know turn out you know, a lot better than wherever it's at right
0: now. Well, I thought mine may have been a little bit dry because the ash was a little uneven for me. Huh? You know, the, the no, no problem with construction, solid mm, construction. Oh, no, no, the construction's good. You yeah, know, no. Perdomo is not known for, you know, leaving a long ash or anything, which you guys are apparently. Well, I'm uh, not real comfortable to. talking
2: about your ash. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, no problems with construction at all. I I, th- I thought the draw was very consistent. Um, it had a smooth, even burn. Um, yeah, very different than that La experience I talked about earlier. It's well-constructed. Yeah.
2: I mean, Perdomo's got some really good construction in the cigars. Oh, yeah. But I just don't remember it being something to write home about, and I don't remember it being something to speak negative of, you know? I just—it uh, was kind of a middle of the road for me. Well, I know, and, and that
0: was kind of the point, you know. Like I say, this is you know a daily smoke for me. This is something I could smoke pretty much any time. Huh?
1: Well, maybe I need to go back to the mat, and and I actually, the thing I was thinking about is, okay, after I finish this, I need to like go grab another Maduro, and like may, yeah. maybe for whatever reason, my something is off for me today. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. it happens. You know, but sure. I've never. I don't think that I've ever used the word dog's butt as an adjective in smoking a cigar like I don't think I've
2: heard it ever. more than today. <laughs> so Me either. You know, I just,
1: I, I don't know. It was just, that was something really kind of, you know, uh, and, you know, and, and when, you know the person sitting next to me said something and i was like okay well maybe it's not me you know you whatever
2: smelling your armpits and yeah. looking around <laughs> i don't know I what like, that smell is no, show up, dude.
1: yep and i kept it in in one hand i kept it in my right hand and i'm like i you know and i would sniff like my my left forearm because i knew that would neutralize whatever you know and i just does that's the one you keep clean no that just is not the one i knew would be tainted <laughs> so yeah right no i'm a righty not a lefty oh, hey, so
2: yeah you, know, you never know <laughs>
0: It's all about the rhythm. That's right. (laughs) So um, how did it finish out for you? That finished fine. I mean, it finished just as it always has. It's Mm -hmm. always been a a good smoke and a go-to for me. Obviously, you know, I'm maybe the only one here. Well,
1: (laughs) so maybe maybe the difference between this is, so this was the first time I've had it. This is like probably the hundredth stick you've had, you know. certainly. And, you know, so maybe that was just it is that you weren't, seeing it with a fresh you know untainted experience you were just you've had this and maybe you were just accustomed to all that and just going hey so that's, i like dog butt no i didn't say that <laughs>
2: i'll say that he does
1: <laughs> although that does sound kind of funny you know <laughs> kind of like the way it sounds you know yeah. I, I
2: would think for him it would be more of a consistency thing like he knows what he's getting each time he smokes it so every time he smokes it he, he loves it because it's it's consistent.
1: Uh, Super Dave, everybody has to have a goal, and if yours is dog bite, you're in, buddy. (laughs) Winner, winner!
3: (laughs) I love you guys.
2: Friends like these, who needs enemies, (laughs) right? (laughs) Exactly,
1: honey. What are you doing? I'm trying for the sweet spot of the dog bite. Mike said I'm going to find it any moment now.
2: Yeah. So, (laughs) honey, the dog's inside. Stop talking. Well, you know, I I thought that the, uh,
0: the what fit- kind of dog are we talking about I here, Mike? I don't know.
1: I don't even know what. Yeah, maybe a beagle. I, I don't know. Ouch. Well, the finish for me was, you know, I just the, so by the time I you know was getting down, you know, to the band it was. I, this now I'm down to the point of actually smelling my fingers, but I never do that with smoking a cigar. I'm like, okay, what is going on? Did you smell your fingers? Often? I don't know. It was just, I think my patience was gone. I think I was a little more focused on the Willet at that point, maybe. And I just, I, I really just, uh, I was ready for this to be over. I was just like, okay, m- maybe this is just something. Was wrong with me that day. I thought it was a one-off experience with the Maduro that I just don't want to have again. I was thinking I need to maybe you know go grab another Maduro stick to just go. I don't know, but it uh, it it really turned you know late for me uh, as well. And I always you know when you get uh, you know a nice long experience out of uh, you know a stick and, and a really late turn, I I, I like that personally. Um, well,
0: the back third's always the best, anyway, or the most of what a manufacturer's looking to put out.
1: But I, I got to tell you, when I, I, I couldn't even toss that stick far enough when I was done
0: with it. I just, you
1: know, it was, I know. I, well, if part of it was the person that was sitting next to me. I'm like, well, I can't set, set this down, let it go out. You know, I'm just like, I need to really chuck this a good 50 feet away from where we're at. So.
2: That's when you yeah. chuck it under their seat and be like, I don't know what that smell is.
1: Yeah. So, uh, what's your smokes rating here for uh, for this one? I'll for give it Perdomo. a solid two. A solid two. <laughs> and it's my smokes rating here for the.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my smokes rating there was uh, a one for the Perdomo uh, Habano, Habano Maduro. Wow.
2: I'd give um, it a two.
1: Okay. All right. In there, <laughs> all right so i'm the busted one at the table i can take that all day long so uh the thing we didn't get to uh um so far is i, I know so barger your your day job of one of eight is here we go is really interesting and i'm dying to know uh so you drive a tow truck occasionally Mm -hmm. and i always think that probably the most interesting individuals are the ones that you get uh in this in this role and i'm dying to know all of the naked people stories that you've had driving a tow truck well
2: well, the the naked people is uh uh, a little few and far between but it does happen (laughs) it does happen does it Um, always
1: happen in the same like two hours each
2: Weekend, like it's usually in the Friday, wee hours of the morning, Friday at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, it usually is. And then now, who exactly call.
0: is naked? Are we talking about Barger or the patron? Well, well
2: we're not going to go into those details, <laughs> I'll just let your mind speculate. Hi, I'm your clothing optional tow truck driver. That's nice right. to meet you. I'm Barger. That's right. <laughs> I'll just, uh, we don't have to shake hands. You're, yeah. you're good right there, buddy. I'm shaking enough for the both of us here. <laughs> like Michael J. Fox when I get out of the tow truck, huh? <laughs> it's
0: a little cold there in it. The That's drummer. right.
2: It is always cold. We don't talk about that either. Do you get any advance
1: warning at dispatch that, you know, you're walking up on somebody that could have a clothing optional experience?
2: No. <laughs>
0: No, not call I call that in when they request <laughs> know, a tow. They have, and then
2: everybody fights yep. for it.
1: Hey, we got a we got a nice young lady with clo- you know clothing optional experience. Can anybody take this call?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. I'm it's, on. It's not that great. It, you would think it was that great, but it's usually the, uh, you know, the the 300 pound lady with the muumu that's hanging off, and <laughs> and you know you can see all of her assets, and it's just not what you want. So you're saying that her
1: scooter is is dragging off the back end of her car and oh, you know, absolutely, she's pissed that you know her coupon didn't work right at Walmart That's and right. she's there at at one thirty in the morning yep. and and she's ready to let it all out or I mean take it all out on yeah. you
3: right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> now when you pick these people up do they actually sit in the cab with you or do you leave them in the car? Oh, oh, no.
2: oh there you go. They absolutely sit in the cab with me. <laughs> oh wow. <my gosh. laughs>
0: It's against the law to have them on
2: the back of the you truck. You could make
1: an exception for ugly people, right? Yeah.
2: You would think. Sometimes I'm like, you can just call a cab and I'll tow your car for you. Get an Uber. <laughs> yeah, get an Uber or a Lyft or whatever. But yeah, uh, there's been some extremely uncomfortable experiences. I yeah. had one old little lady, probably about 90s-year-old, pull a gun on me once. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was interesting. What kind of gun? It was a little stub nose revolver. Huh. I knocked on her door and... uh she came out uh, with the gun on her on her car door. No, I knocked on her home door on her where home her car door. was. Oh, okay, and she came out with a pistol, and I was like, "Hey, I'm you know I got the lights flashing and everything." I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm the good guy. You called me." <laughs> well, in all
0: fairness, you do kind of look like the Wildling King from Game of Thrones. Well, so,
2: yeah, some say it is so. Um,
1: was she watching Wheel of Fortune at that moment? I don't and know. She was pissed off that she I didn't was Springer.
2: get the <laughs> right Jeopardy <laughs> or you know something. Celebrity Squares might have been on. <laughs> She had the square in the bottom middle. So uh,
1: do, you, do you journal in any of these and keep them down, or they're just basically imprinted mentally for you for the rest of your these life? These
2: are definitely in my brain. <laughs> so what did
1: she do with the gun? Did she put it away, or she just she just uncocked it and put it down on her side? Yeah,
2: she just uncocked it and put it down on her side, when she realized who <laughs> I was, and I was like, I'm okay with people having guns. I got no problem with well, that. Well,
1: that's cool. So you've moved from being shot or almost being shot to you still have the potential of being right, shot. right, right, right. There's right. right. a big difference between all those
2: big right. difference. Huh?
1: Wow. <clears throat> so, uh, but at least she was fully clothed. So yes. there's the upside. Thank God. that. Yeah. Thank God. Right. So, uh, other than 300 pound naked people, any, any other really good, you know, stories from your day job that any of them that, uh, coincide with a Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Well,
3: there was, there, there was
2: one Great time... Question. One time... I, I don't make a, a whole lot of mistakes in my job. You know, I've been doing it for long enough. I picked up a Honda Accord out of a Wendy's parking lot one day and drove it, took it to Murfreesboro, got to where I was dropping it off and realized I had picked up the wrong Honda Accord.
0: Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> Made it back to where the first honda accord was dropped it where it was at and picked up the other one and gone and nobody was it, said a word was it like a different color or a different model same or? color same model two cars one parking lot I, I just chose the wrong one
1: you know um i those license plate things are so confusing i know
2: they? <laughs> they are
0: be a convenient double check
2: well mm-hmm. when you don't have the pertinent information that you need oh well there you go you just so, you have to go pick up a honda Accord so you, in this, this parking lot okay well cool i I'm like that it.
1: you're leading by blaming somebody else that's right that's right awesome. that's
2: right, <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> throw accountability out the window
2: hey who, who needs it when you're me well um
1: so uh do you offer any uh, price breaks uh for some of these uh people at least you walk away with a good story
2: well i really can't uh, discuss the price breaks. <laughs> Um, but, but I, I do go a little lenient on some people for sure.
1: Uh, Huh? Interesting. Mm. Wow. I can't wait for more of these stories. Now you're, (laughs) now you're really going to think about it. Aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can tell the wheels are turning. You're like, oh yeah, I can't wait to the next episode. I've got like probably 50 of these easily. I'll jot some down. (laughs) I knew they were coming,
3: (laughs) you know, they
1: were all going to come around. Wow. Um, so, uh, I just, uh, I can't quite think of the word here.
3: Give me some of that Chor-chata. Chor-chata. You yeah, use tuchata. this word When you forget how something is called. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Can you pass me the... Uh, can you give me the... the okay. Give me that chorchada.
1: So uh, I'm thinking that uh, you are naked. That's the right word. I didn't actually forget the
2: words. So. Well, currently I'm not naked. No. but, that, but had had a I can great be thing. If you want. Mm,
1: we'll pass. Well, let's wrap up our episode for today. Uh, really just uh, enjoyed it all the way around. Hopefully you did as well. I want to thank all of our listeners here on the Sip, Suds, and Smokes. You can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeart, and Spreaker, our native media hosts. Our terrestrial radio station hosts are always expanding. And if you'd like to hear this show on your favorite radio station, send them a note. So, uh... You can copy us as well about that. You can reach us online anytime at info at com. Our daily product reviews flow out on Twitter every day. Our handle on there is at sip, sud, smoke, And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. There are no naked people stories on there yet. But I'm, yeah. I'm expecting a few, you know, in the very near future. <laughs> Listen, to us do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online that's a great big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well just go on itunes select us choose five and put any good naked people story in there that's right i want to thank my co-host for being here today thank you good old boy barger
2: yeah stay swifty out there kids all right
1: and good old boy super dave thank you
2: well i don't
1: think i've had a more entertaining hour of talking about naked people and sticks so that was a lot of fun dog what and, and, and dog butt. Dog butt. Uh, most of the time. <laughs> well, this is good old boy Mike asking you to uh, come back. Join us once again. Watch your favorite Leo Leonardo DiCaprio movie. And we'll, T'Challa. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to keep <laughs> on sipping. <laughs>